0: Welcome to episode 41 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and today I'm happy to have guest Dr. Brian Friedlander share with us, uh, and he is a professor of education and also a consultant for assistive technology. And many of the things that he's going to talk about in this episode today are things that we've talked about in other episodes, but also just ways that voice can be used for assistive technology, and his thoughts as a higher ed person on how it could be used in an educational setting as well. And at the end of his episode, you'll actually hear him share how you can reach him and about his flash briefing. Welcome, Brian.
1: Hi, this is Dr. Brian Friedlander. I am a professor of education as well as an assistive technology consultant. And uh, for the last 30 years, I've been involved working with uh, students, adults, and seniors using assistive technology. As of late, I've been very interested in using voice, and I've been personally using Alexa to do a lot more things uh, in my household. But I do see a tremendous opportunity for educators and students to be using the same tools. It's really exciting for me to see how far speech and voice has come over the last 30 years. Uh, In the classroom, certainly voice and speech recognition um, is really a tremendous feature, especially for students that have difficulty in the area of writing. So when I think about voice, I think about tools such as you know the dictation feature in Office 365, as well as the voice typing in Google Docs, and certainly Siri um, on, uh, on the iPhone. And students are using these technologies to be more productive in getting their ideas from their head Uh, to paper. So it's really exciting to, you know, to see that. Uh, And it's also very exciting to see how, you know, things like live captioning and voice are coming together. So if you're using PowerPoint, you can see the live captioning. Coming in, and not only can you see the live captioning, but you can determine what language the live captioning is being displayed. So, if you have a class with a lot of students that maybe are, you know, uh, Spanish, then your uh, captioning can be in Spanish. Um, and now, even Google Slides has closed captioning uh, right now in English, which can be Pretty invaluable for teachers uh, in the classroom. When I when I think about voice uh, at home and for you know other kinds of activities, I I'm currently using uh, Alexa uh, in my home to for environmental control for turning lights on and off. I have some of you know cameras that are connected, but for students, I think it's important for them to learn how to. Uh, Use these services and become familiar with them and and use them in a a secure way as well Uh, With Alexa and their skills, there's just so many different ways that students can be using this in the classroom Uh, One of the uh, ways that I think can be invaluable especially for students who have reading challenges or reading disabilities is using uh, both Kindle and Audible to have Alexa read books with some of the um, Echo Dots, there's even a, three and a half, um, 3.5 RCA input, so students can uh, be in a learning center and can be listening to um, audio books, which is a really important skill for students with reading uh, challenges. Uh, so both uh, students can access their Kindle library or Audible library and listen uh, to their books uh, being read some of you may not be aware too that Alexa can also do mathematical computations as well which is worth a try. And uh, one of the skills called Ask My Class really gets into social and emotional learning and mindfulness which can be really important skills for students to uh, to learn and can be utilized by the whole classroom. If you haven't Taking a look, uh, take a look at Ask My Class, um, and you'll see a range of, uh, of of skills and activities that students can do um, right within the classroom, both to keep calm, to line up, um, or even ideas to reflect on. In addition, students might be interested, or teachers can work with students. To create some skills of their own around Amazon's blueprints. So with blueprints, um, Amazon gives you some templates that will enable students to kind of fine tune uh, and make the skill more um, consistent with what they want to do. Um, This will give the students some opportunities to do coding of sorts uh, using the templates by filling in the gaps um, and then seeing how it works. The other exciting tool, I think, for the classroom would be for creating um, flash briefings, which are mini um, audio podcasts that get pushed through Google Home or the uh, Amazon Echoes. I've been using a service called Treble.fm Uh, to create my flash briefings, which you can hear, where I talk about innovative um, technology. These briefings come out three times a week and uh, give you tips and tricks about new or interesting technologies that I am working with. So I think it's important that we work with uh, students and Uh, introduce them to various voice technologies because this is the wave of the future and when you think about how effective voice can be and the environments at which it can be really helpful I think you'll agree that giving students the opportunity to use voice technologies in the classroom uh, would be a great way to introduce them uh, to this these devices and Uh, teach them how to use them properly. Well, I hope you enjoy this, and uh, you could look up my flash briefing. It's called Innovative Technology. You can turn that skill on and uh, pick up some tips and tricks about educational and assistive technology each week. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it.
0: Thank you, Brian. It's Definitely exciting times of using voice in education, especially in assistive technology, and I appreciate your uh, explanation and suggestions for teachers where it comes to that.